0: that you're all in love so this is not going to be difficult it's going to be easy for you to do all right so here's the question robin's got the mic she's going to be coming to you and the first thing i'd like for you to do with your spouse is to you'll have the mic in your hand i'd like for you to give them a mirror moment he just sang about it and what we're going to do now is replace the mirror and we're going to look at our spouse And I'll start it off this way. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to give an uplifting moment to that person in your life. Okay? This is for you. Are you ready? Even when you went through all of that sickness, you never dropped your guard, and you always made yourself look like you were 100% healthy. And that was crazy. And I'm so proud of you. All right? Who's next? Good, you just, good. That's what I love. That's what I love about her. Good. Beautiful, beautiful. And then Robin will take the mic back in just a moment and go to someone else. And then, again, we want to keep this moving, and we may be able to come to round two, where you can be able to pour back into that person's life. Ready?
1: Is it on? Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Without you, I don't know that I would even be here pretty much one of the most important things that's ever happened to me, so I appreciate everything you do.
0: Awesome. All right, next. Oh, wow, this is going to be cool. Now we've got individuals raising their hand going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Granted, if it hadn't have been for you, we wouldn't have been here today, but... I probably wouldn't have been alive. If that had been
0: for you. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay.
3: I just want to tell you that I want to thank you for being the man that you are. Being the strong man that you are. If it wasn't. For without being without you, we would have not, we wouldn't be here in this church today doing the things that we do, doing life together. There's no telling where our marriage would be. And I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for being a leader in the church and a leader in our home.
0: Awesome. Somebody else, we are putting an application to the music. How many know that in education? The key is to take the information either through a presentation, a lecture, or small groups, and then you break that down, and then you bring application so you have something that you walk out with that becomes an exit that you absolutely, it's now sealed in your heart. Next.
3: Ever since we were married, day one,
0: That's right. I'm going to do it. I like it. I'm going to do it.
3: You've been the rock in our marriage. You've worked your book. We were two children. And if you weren't the strong person that you are, you probably wouldn't.
0: He raised our son, because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here. Wow. Awesome. Incredible. Let's get one more. Okay, and then we're gonna to go to the next level. Everyone say next level. Do you know that's what marriage is all about? Marriage is all about marriage is all about next level. In a moment you're gonna be getting some handouts. Hold on just a second. I, I'm trying I'm I, I, I'm a connector. I connect as you're moving through things, okay? The reason many marriages stall out is because they don't know how to get to the next level. This is about getting to the next level. You should be already absorbing this, getting this into the fabric of your spirit and into your mindset. If your marriage ever hits the stall button, it's because you're not getting to the next level. You're not supposed to be where you were in year one. All right, next.
2: After going through my divorce, I asked God to give me a good woman, and you're my blessing. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So you're my rock, and you're my backbone. You're my strength when I'm weak, and you don't want to get me to church when I say, I want to stay in bed. (laughs) So I thank you for that.
0: Wow, has this not been incredible? Let's just give the Lord praise and then everyone that just had the opportunity to share, we just offer up words of encouragement with symbols that we have in our hands, right? Ready to go to the next level? Here's the next level. I need someone to stand, if my wife will stand back up, please. I need someone to stand and give a, wow, and give a takeaway from last night. (laughs) What's your takeaway from last night?
2: That, uh, not only do I need to work on my relationship with my wife, but I need to wholly dedicate myself to God. Um, I'm always trying to split time in between everything and never making any time for anything. It's always trying to balance everything instead of literally dedicating time to each thing individually. So, uh... I've learned that I, I kind of need to follow the process, and that'll fall in place.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So let's make a declaration. <clears throat> let's make a declaration off of what he just said. By the way, this becomes incredible moments when you can take information, transfer it, and receive it as information for yourself. So let's make a declaration. Are you ready? As of today, as of today. I make a holy dedication... Of myself to my father and to my spouse. It's on right now, okay? I need the second one. I need someone to give a takeaway from any aspect of the worship or the fun things that we did in here last night. Ready? Go. Worship. Anything that happened in here that was fun? Oh, now she's calling. How many know that, how many know, watch this transition, how many know that when God calls, if we don't answer, God still keeps calling? Okay. Is that not true? Have you not found that in your walk with the Lord? You heard him, you, you didn't really want to respond, so then he just kept right come. he just came on back to you. You know he's that kind of a shepherd. He'll leave the ninety and nine and go get that one. Okay. Listen closely, listen closely. Do not let one of your children out of the fold. He is planning to snare, trap, destroy your children. When you see something, you call it to their attention and you make a recall and you hit that reset button until you absolutely see them set free. Give the Lord praise right here. Something from worship last night or something that happened up here with the theatrical things that we
3: were doing? I think it was with the newlywed game. It's regardless if you're married a year or you're married 38 like we are. You never know everything about your spouse. Spend the time. Learn their little quirky things or try to get rid of the things that really annoy you. But you don't really know everything about your spouse unless you spend the time to get to know and
0: when you spend that time to get to know the lord knows you're
4: spending time with him too and you can do that in your devotion time too
0: eyes up say with me "Transition." transition i want you to get this now get this closely Intimacy in the bedroom is a reflection of your personal intimacy with God. Did you get that? I won't say it again. I just captured it right from... I'm going to leave the bedroom alone for just a few moments. I don't know why I pointed this way, but... (laughs) I'm going to leave that alone for just a moment but here's, listen, God could have taken us right from the womb right back to heaven but what He wanted to do is to develop on earth intimacy with us so that we would know intimacy when we got home but to develop intimacy with the Father is also in a marriage covenant is reflected in the bedroom because the Bible says that the bed is undefiled. When we let things that are defiling our marriage into the home, it corrupts the bedroom. Corrupts the bedroom. So if you're scoring tens and nines in your personal intimacy, that's what, what it looks like between you and your father. God's here. I say that because I want people to really be caught when, when I say, man, the Spirit of the Lord is here, that should give you an awareness, whoa, even on a Saturday afternoon, here's God. Next, let's go outside now to the cafe last night. Who would like to just give a gotcha moment, a ha-ha moment about something in the cafe that stood out to you? Ready, go. There it is, kind the mic, because this is all being recorded. This is the way that we're getting it out so that people who are not here will go, oh, man, next year? No, 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 no. This is on the calendar. Let me explain it to you this way. Everybody say transition. After speaking with Bishop last night, we have already connected and coordinated for our Holy God vacation service in April that Larry will be with us. We've already got. If you're not planning, he is. <clears throat> if you and I are not planning, he is. And he's planning destruction, so beat him to the punch and plan.
2: I guess the um, gotcha moment is the, um, I guess the dedication of the um, of the staff to um, to put on the um, this marriage conference. You know, you can go all over the world to marriage conferences, but you don't feel the spirit of God. And if it's technique, like I said earlier, technique can only take you so far. You can go home and read all these books and apply all these techniques, but without the favor of God on your marriage, it's never going to work. So the when you walk in, you, you see these tables and they're just spectacular. And you have this food and, and you can see that this church is putting on an A1 conference for our marriages. So they care about us. So that was the gotcha moment for me is they care enough to go the little extra step and, and not make you go into Chiefland and get something to eat. They provided it for us.
0: So before Larry captures this, I want to sow a seed. The Bible says that he, the sower, went out to sow. One of my favorite Bible teachers from years back was Michael Guido, the sower from Mentor, Georgia. He was a sower, but the Bible says that the sower went out to sow. I want to sow this in your heart. God's kingdom is one of excellence. Thank you. God's kingdom is is one of excellence, and the church has been playing behind way too many innings or quarters. The body of Christ should be always performing at a high level of excellence, meaning year three was better than year one. Just wait till next year.
1: Man, you just took the words out of my mouth. Excellence. God honors a spirit of excellence, and that's one thing I got to tell you. When I come here... From the front door to the back door, there's always a spirit of excellence in everything that you do, and I applaud that. And also, I just want to say, you can't come here if if you come here in ministry. This is one of the most easiest place on the planet to minister because in this house, your gift is always it's always released. It's always released. It's so easy to minister here, and you need to value that. And and you have that here, and just just be aware of it. And, uh, and I love what's going on here. It's just, I, I love you guys so much, and I honor uh, Pastor Dennis and his wife. I, I love you guys so much. But this spirit of excellence, God is aware. He has taken notice.
0: Can we not give the Lord praise in this place? And see, <clears throat> excellence is transferable. This time I didn't ask you to say the word. You should already know that we're there in transition. When you come into the kingdom and experience excellence, you may take it out and produce it in your home and on the marketplace because excellence is an attribute of the kingdom. Excellence is an attribute of the kingdom. Did you get that? Excellence is an attribute of the kingdom. Let me sew it one more time because there are a lot of different grounds out there. But I want to make sure that when people come in here and we go out, we're carrying it, and they come in, they receive it. The kingdom of God is one of excellence. Have you got that? It's you. Did you get that? And then come here, please. couples. I love the Holy Spirit more than I love my notes. And we're going to, I love the Holy Spirit more than I love my notes. You'll know. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Marriage is are decaying and are being destroyed because we still live not only on levels but by former traditions and tradition nullifies tradition nullifies the power of God to get you from where you started to where he wants you to go so that you can go It's great to be married 30, 40, and 50 years, but if your marriage still looks like it did when you got married, that's a stuck position. Watch this. Everybody say transition. transition. I'm releasing over this house and over couples right now. I'm releasing what he just spoke. That the gifts and the talents that God's placed in you and the ability of the Lord in you will be released. I release the supernatural realm in your lives. Next. Joshua went with me a few moments ago to make sure we had everything that I want to get to you this afternoon because it's critically important as I've been doing a study on the mind that we understand with the high level of technology today that if we don't have things in front of us and things in our hands, that information, listen, exit quickly in our thoughts so I was talking to him as we went over to get some copies made and I said do you understand what happened in here this morning I said do you understand the prophetic word let me pause right here you all have done a great job and and I fully understand how well our brain works when this is satisfied when this gets wore out this shuts down I understand that I went home last night before Robin got in around 1130 or whatever, and I said, Holy Spirit, did we capture that? When Bishop Curtis Stacy, by the way, if they don't work and move and operate in the Spirit of God, there's not an invitation in this house to come in. Why? Because I'm responsible to the Lord. It's amazing how people are scared of people and they don't fear the Lord. The Bible doesn't say fear man. The Bible says fear God so that's why he was here last night he gave us a prophetic picture and all he wanted me to do is the same thing I want you to do is to obey he did not tell me he just called me that's why a lot of homes are breaking up that's why a lot of people aren't walking tight with God because they don't just want to be told they want all the information before they obey God calls we obey so he called me up here you remember what happened last night and we started the walk that was a prophetic moment no man that was just a simple little walk with you and Adam and Sarah no not at all that was a picture of what turned upside down in the garden what an incredible picture when and I just I shivered not because it was cold in here I shivered when Adam who actually played for me on the JV team I shivered when he no longer looked at me you remember this don't you and he turned his back on his father and then it was going to be a moment of conflict right here and I said to someone I said I wonder if bishop even knows that the person he called has the name Adam so now with that prophetic picture from last night and we're about to launch into a very brief time of living together forever everybody that's been here and has spoken and has ministered we have been ministering as though this place is already packed When I used to coach, I always coached this way. Listen, gentlemen, we practice today as though the gym is filled already. See this place packed. Now let's go practice and turn on the music and jack it up so you can't think. You just simply play. So here's another prophetic picture. This morning, the prophetic word that came to Joshua. By the way, the word of the Lord can't come if we're not open. Because if it does, it's going to bounce off that wall like a tennis ball. Right back to the sender. I said to Joshua, did you capture everything? Because it's not going to be all about the talent, the ability, or the giftings. It's going to be about the favor of God. And it just was brought up again. So I need for you to stand now. You've had enough time to rest. I have not talked to Mike at all. But he said to Joshua, Are you all here? You're not winding down yet, are you? I mean, college football is getting ready to start this afternoon and this evening. Turn to somebody and say, I got juice. You've got to have juice. And I'm talking not about natural. I'm talking about supernatural juice. Because when you've got juice in your spirit, it aligns your mentality so that you can capture information. So, see, everyone says, Mike. And we look at that and we go, Mike. But we don't realize that that was Mike using a mic that the Holy Spirit was using in that vessel to speak to a child of the king. And he said, you do remember me talking to you about, it's in the off season that you were developed as an athlete. If you were to ask him right now where he was a little after 7 o'clock this morning, he would tell you he was in the cage working with a crazy man. And it wasn't even quite light enough yet. And we tried to flip on lights and the lights wouldn't come on. I said, it doesn't matter. Sun's coming. Let's go. But you may hit me. I said, that'll be all right. Here comes the next one. (laughs) I asked him last night. I said to him, when we were in the cage before service, I said, are you a spring player? Because he's baseball. Or are you October? Because if you follow sports, you know that they're moving into the World Series time. The authentic athletes show up in October. In fact, one was called Mr. October. Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. What, watch this now. In a moment, I'm going to have you come. All you're going to do, just anoint them. Not, not a word to be spoken. God's going to release the favor that was spoken over your life over, over every person's life. You got that? You don't, have, don't say a word do not say a word just anoint he's going to like that because he's not a big time talker so he'll like that you don't have to say a word they're going to just walk by you anoint them God's going to be doing all the work okay how many have found out that when you obey God does the work God does the work okay let's stand together Come quietly, come quickly. Receive the favor of the Lord. And let's just start. There we go. There we go. Yep. Not a word. He's doing the work. put a lot on there. Yep. 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 hmm Yep. Not a word. I don't know why the Holy Spirit's asked me, oh, you're too nice. Well, don't forget me. Pastor, why have the gifts slowed down in the body of Christ? Let me give you an answer from the Father. Because we do want to receive a word from the Lord. We do want to operate, but we want it to be about us. But if you'll notice that what he received this morning, he just released it back to you and actually sent it back to the one that sent it to him. And I know that Mike will then give it back to the Father. That's how the kingdom works. That's how that's how the kingdom works. The word is sent forth, you minister in that word, you return that word to the sender, the sender sends it back to the father, and the glory shows up. And listen, the enemy has shortchanged us into believing that the glory is for the church in the house. And not in the home. It's to be in the home. The glory of God should be in your home. Amen. One more. What was your takeaway from this morning? One person. Ready? If they don't raise your hand, call on somebody. Boom. I just got that all. Um... Leave it all in the hands of the Lord. Trust in Him. And He'll guide you and protect you. It's all about letting Him control you, not us controlling everything we want to control. Excellent. And now this afternoon, one more, and then we're ready to dig in. Turn to somebody and say, I'm about to dig in. That's what's going to happen for just a few moments. You're going to dig in. On what it means to live together forever. Okay. Ready. This is going to put you out on the edge. And I'm really interested to see how this is going to look. Ready. Here's the question. What are you expecting in the last session. Ready go. I was expecting one, somebody's hand to jump. Because listen. While she finds someone. That's exactly what we do with the Holy Spirit every day. Hey. 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 We do it with the Holy Spirit every day. He sends us out without any information and we go, don't know what the expectations are because I don't know. It doesn't matter. You do know. He sent you. So you should should have. Remember now, everything's about level to level from glory to glory. Yes. So somebody should have shot their hand up and said, this is what I'm expecting this afternoon and then watch and see how God delivers that. Okay. That's why I did that question that way. Okay. You should always come into the house of the Lord with expectations. Hold it. But if you don't carry it, you don't bring it with you. That means what? That means this. I expect between now and hmm, after the blackout. No, no, no. I, for real, I, I'm, I'm for real. Tonight's blackout at Ohio State, okay? My expectations is that she and I are going to get together. And I'm going to let you. No, never. We'll get rid of the bed. I don't even need a bed. Listen, see, see, the world's having more fun than we are. That's dangerous. When you lower your expectations in marriage, you get it. If you lower your expectations, that's exactly what you're going to get. So I'm going I'm to front load on the, on the front end of this thing, and on the back end, it's about that base. All right, ready? Here we go. I am with couples, right? Oh, boy. You know, sometimes I find that it's safer for me to communicate in the world than it is in the church. It's safer for me to be in the communities and working out there with the lost and dying than it is within the church. You know why? Because everything is script. And let me tell you where the Holy Spirit's on your script. Nowhere to be found. You all got that? I mean, seriously now. Do you think that when, I mean, we've been married a couple of years. Do you think that I have a script that I follow when I want to get it on? Heck no. Heck no. Man, I got the guiding light long before the TV show ever came. I got the guiding light on the inside. I just turn it on and go. What do you mean I got to watch a TV show to get the guiding light? I am the guiding light. Let's go. See, I'm not talking spiritual right there. But you are the light of the world. He's giving you that life. Man, I don't need to watch a TV show. I don't even need any music. But if that'll help, that'll be good too. But let's go. That, for real. That's where God wants us to be. Then the world begins to go, wow. What do you have? We don't have that. Amen? Do you want to pray over us or are you okay? Okay, what are your expectations? And let's go to work.
1: Expectation.
0: For this afternoon's session. For
3: this afternoon, really just to keep your, how to keep your marriage strengthened. Y'all, like you just said, y'all've only been married, what, a couple years? A couple years. You know, to take advice as a young couple for me, me and Adam, to take advice from somebody who's been together for so long and still have the strength that y'all have together. And then, of course, in Christ.
0: Now, now watch this. That was an awesome teaching moment because. Because I didn't give her my eye contact, her voice trailed at the end as if I need to stop because not, no one's not really listening. But I was listening. I'll be doing an interview tomorrow afternoon be, just because I have to do it that way. And I always tell those who are coming in for an interview, while I'm typing and putting in your answers, please don't feel like I'm not paying attention, but I can't look at you and type and make sure my spelling's correct at the same time. Does that make sense? Okay. Hello? Why did you do that? Are oh, you trying to embarrass her? Not at all. There are times when you are multi—you are multitasking, but you can actually be listening in and getting the information so that you can launch from there to where he wants you to be. Yes. So, if you were to ask me to wrap that up with what she's expecting, she wants to hear this afternoon. How have you guys been able to keep it together? With all of the things that go on, how are you all still strong? Or at least it appears that you're strong. And not only is it an appearance, it is absolutely activated in our lives. I think your answer is in your handouts. I think your answer this afternoon will come in your handouts. Did anyone get two copies? A front and back. There should be a picture. How many love pictures? What God has joined together, then you should also have another picture of God's Word, a ring that's reflected in God's Word with a heart. Boy, could you start talking about that, right? Here's what I want you to do, okay? I want you to give 30 minutes to the Holy Spirit, and then we're done, okay? Now, why did you do that? Because I want you to be able to really engage with us for the next 30 minutes and going, this is going to be hard work. But I'm going to be so focused, it's going to go so fast, I'm going to get every bit of this information and that I'm ready for whatever the Lord has for us for the rest of the day. Okay? Are we ready to go to work? Listen closely. This is the beginning of right now. I remember several years ago at Free Chapel when Pastor Young said, marriage is W-O-R-K. Maybe that's why the numbers aren't as great today as it was last night because we still don't understand that marriage is work walking with God is work all right let's go to work the first thing I want you to see with me and and stay with me with these uh outline notes and that's where we're going okay Ecclesiastes 9 9 says
4: enjoy life with your wife whom you love all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun.
0: Okay, show by hands. How many times do you have those days, those moments where things are rushing you? You go, man, What is this worth it all? Not talking about your marriage, I'm talking about all the stuff that comes around it. That's exactly what the writer is talking about right here. There's days that seem so meaningless. There's days when I walk off the campus and I go, God, what was that all about today? Well, he just props me up and goes, get in that vehicle, go home and check her out. See, we make God's word way too bland. Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love. So, okay, today was meaningless. It's not now. Uh, That's that's (laughs) what's right. People ask me when I come in on Tuesday, sometimes they'll go, man, what do you want? I said, I'm not on anything, but I don't tell them where I've been or who I was with, which is always my wife, she can restructure and she can absolutely put me back on course just by being with her. No, 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 no. You're thinking, holy smokes, is that seven days a week? No, 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 no. But it's, watch this, it's being in her presence. It's being captivated by those beautiful brown eyes and everything else that comes with it. But you didn't follow my eyes, so that's none of your business, all right? Now, Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18 and 19. And I'm so excited about this verse because she gets to read it and believe it. Yeah. There are so many that read and don't believe. Come on now, Come on, couples. There are so many people that read God's word and don't believe it. But she is just all over this passage. Go, girl.
4: May your fountain be blessed. Hey. And may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, Mm. a loving doe, a graceful deer. Stop right
0: here for just a second. Why do I need to go out in the woods hunting when I've got what I need? Man, my doe's in the house. I don't have to chase anything or shoot it. There she is. And she's about to tell me why I stay in the house. See, this... I knew you wouldn't go to sleep this afternoon. Here we go.
4: May her breasts. Oh, hold hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Just a second. I wasn't cued in. I, I just go now.
4: May her breasts satisfy you always. May you ever be captivated by her love.
0: When men are satisfied and captivated, it doesn't matter who is out on that street. They cannot touch you. When she captures me and she, mm -mm, and that's the rest of that story, man, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Thank God for Solomon. One more verse. (laughs) If you've never had an appreciation for God's word before, you should now. Later, uh, Hebrews thirteen four. Let's read that one, please.
4: Let marriage be held in the honor among all.
0: Pause, please. I will never go over the edge in this environment or in the environment out there. Because why? Because God's word says that I honor what we've got. But I don't want you to feel like we're boring. I don't want you to feel like yeah, they probably years ago. Oh, you you crazy. We're getting ready to have a wedding anniversary. We'll be back. Don't know when, but we'll be back. And if she needs to take some extra time off, she'll take that time off because we're going to have a great time. You know why? Because he's watching. He's watching. Not right now. He's watching in the home. And if he doesn't see me showing her everything she desires and deserves, man, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go out and duplicate that. And what we don't finish, you guys can create from this what you want and create your own spreadsheet and speak on this. Listen closely. When a boy sees a daddy smacking his mother and his wife around, do you know what he's gonna do in the dating world? The very same thing. Yeah. But when Joshua hears me go, man, I'm gonna tell you something. Your mama is so sexy, and when she gets dressed like that right there, mmm. I want him to know that I'm fascinated, that I'm locked in, and that I love her. That's going to let him know that's the kind of man I want to be when I grow up. But always with, always with honor. Finish it, please.
4: And let the marriage bed be kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexual immoral. immoral, immoral.
0: Okay, watch this. God's given you a covenant. Keep it clean. Or he'll show up. Just keep it clean. Just keep it clean. A hmm. couple quotes. Where there is love, there's life. There's no more lovely, friendly, charming relationship, communion, or company than a good marriage. That's, that's powerful. Marriage is about living. Living. Oh, my God. i got to go home to my old woman. That old man. I wish he'd just. would. the God he'd croak. You know that that person's not alive. They're not alive. Marriage is for the living. Mm. Marriage is also supposed to be together. Listen, you're together this afternoon because you're living. When you stop living, you stop staying together. Did you get that? Yeah. Okay. Because you, you've been watching me write down names. and You'll find out at the end why. Um, Ready? Take your mic. Let's go to work because they're looking like they're sleepy. Up on your feet. What is your takeaway from number one? This is not easy right now. I know that. I mean, we were here last night. We were here this morning. And now you're getting some more. But I'm trying to do it with a a, a speed. And and let's go with this thing. What did you just capture? And you may actually look on your notes. It's okay. Because when you're properly prepared, you bring out the results you're looking for. Who would like that? Who would like to go? Hey, this is my takeaway. I got this off of the first point. Ready? Who is it? Wow!
3: <laughs> great, great, great. Oh my bob, I have no
2: idea what to say.
0: What's your takeaway? What's your takeaway? Enjoy life with your wife. That was one of my. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll say to Robin, a lot of times when we're together and we're out in the public and not necessarily here, wherever I go, I can tell they've been married. I can tell. I'm a, I'm a reader, I'm a big time reader, and, and I do close reads, uh, not just academically. I do close reads. I can tell people who've been married a long time, I can tell. It's obvious. Because they're no longer enjoying what God gave to them. That means they're not into the covenant. Uh, This would be a good time just to give her a big old sloppy kiss. One of those wet kind of kisses, whatever. Let's move on. Let's go to the second level. I thought she was coming for one because I was going to knock that one down. Marriage is not only living. Marriage is to be together. Now, you heard Pastor Mike this morning Talk about what his game plan is. The teams that win today in college football, they had a good game plan and they executed it, period. Okay? So look at Ecclesiastes 4.12. He's coming to see if he can break your covenant. Ecclesiastes 4.12.
4: Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken.
0: Won't talk about the marriage that we did out in Cedar Key back several years ago. The power of your covenant is found in Ecclesiastes 4.12. She can be picked off. I can be picked off. But when we come together and we're united by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to be stopped. You should be thinking about your relationship right now going, whoa, I'll take that verse right there. One can be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. There's the purpose of this right here. Because when, when there's no longer a defense, and we're not going to go backwards right now because Pastor Mike did such a great job with this, when he can break the first line of defense, he can get to the quarterback, he can get to the running back, and he knows he can take care of the out. All by getting through the line of defense. You are your children's line of defense. So put a governor on your mouth towards each other. Because, listen, the only thing that is the worst tool that we have in our being is our mouths. When we can't manage our mouths, we're opening up the floodgate for the enemy to get in right here. And he's just looking to get through the aid gap so he can reach in there and grab those children. And I'm in the schools and I see kids who are absolutely... Gasping for breath, because Python has them. Mark ten eight,
4: And the two will become one flesh, so they are no longer two, but one
0: flesh. When I'm dogging her, I'm dogging myself. And I'm doing it to the one who made the covenant. Vice versa, works the same way. When she is belittling or putting me down or, and she doesn't do that and she's on Facebook and she's smack talking out in the community about how bad it is at home, my goodness, do you see the damage that's going on? Here's the quote. Through the years of being together, you may enter times of hardship and trials that threaten your relationship. I want a moment of honesty. Can I get one couple who goes... Our relationship definitely has been threatened. Look at that. Look at that. If it hasn't, it will be. You should never speak that. Okay, I'll lie to you. Every relationship that has a covenant in it will be threatened. He doesn't mess with those who are already his. Talk about the enemy. God... If this is ever the case, allow God's word to come into play. You have been joined together under God. Don't let anyone or anything separate your love for each other. We need some bulldogs who absolutely are protecting the three-ply cord. Ready? Next question. Are you ready? What is your takeaway from part two? We know we're supposed to be living. God, I don't know why I ever got into this relationship. Man, this marriage really, oh, it's the worst thing I've ever experienced. Well, you know, that's a dying voice with a dying heart bleeding from the inside out. But we've said we're alive and we're living and we have a relationship. All right, and that relationship tells us that we're doing this together. What's your takeaway from two? Wow, right there it is. We got you, we got you. All right, we're going to do both of these. Okay, you've got it, and then take it to Mel, too.
3: We
2: can do anything together as long as we are in agreement and Christ is in the center.
0: Great, and and somebody say, give the nugget to that pastor. Give the nugget. Here's the nugget off of that principle she just stated: that power of agreement will only be established through prayer. You want a good sex life and good intimacy? Start praying together. What? I can talk about sex in the community, and man, everybody's on board. Bring it into the house, and everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, oh this is so terrible. He must be walking in sin. No, your head is. Uh, come on. You can prime the pump in intimacy through a solid prayer life. Listen, we're right on time. Listen to me. It's nice to say all we got to do is walk in agreement. But let me tell you something. That's nice to say. But how it happens is when we pray together. Because it is out of prayer that God aligns us that we might walk in agreement. Mel.
3: Um, My takeaway was you may enter times of hardship. Allow God's word to come into play. You have joined together under God. Don't let anyone or anything separate your love for each other. And My takeaway from that is marriage is a choice. And when you found your mate, and like Mike said, you find a good thing when you find a wife, but then you make that choice. Okay, I'm going to love this person for the rest of my life, and when times get bad, I'm going to choose to not walk away. I'm going to choose to do what I have to do to make this marriage work. And a lot of times I was telling Mike... um, We love to watch movies. We love to watch, you know, love stories. And we love to watch Hallmark. And when we watch those kinds of movies and things, we see a distorted reality on how love really is. And we see that the man is so attentive and he's chasing after the woman. And they make it look like that is how men are. Or they make it look like that's how women are. And that's not a true reality. It's not what marriage is. And so a lot of women get into the, the mindset that, hey, I saw this on television. Why does my husband not do that? Why does my husband not do this? Why doesn't he bring me flowers? Why doesn't he come to my job and do all of this? But that's not a true reality. And we just have to remember that and say, this is the man that God gave me. And I'm going to love him for who he is. And I'm going to support him. And I'm not going to try to change him and turn him into this person that I saw on television. I'm going to love him for who he is. And um, that's just what my takeaway is. (laughs) Let's make a declaration as we move to
0: the finish line, okay? You good? You ready? Heavenly Father, Father, I desire desire to to live in the realm of the kingdom and the reality of my covenant did you write any of that down so you can say it over and over and over again because the kingdom of our god and the covenant that he's given doesn't look like the world or its system let's go to the last one so marriage is living it's together and how long forever forever mark 10 9 down the stretch
4: Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate.
0: Let's pause for just a moment, okay? Make sure that this house, long after all of us who are here, make sure that as long as Jesus tarries, that we abide by Mark chapter 10, verse 9. Now, you should absolutely know, if you have your thinking caps on, there are things that God does not join together. And it better not show up in this house. I don't mean come in for ministry and for help. But if you would ever come to me and ask me, would you be willing to do this for this man and this man? The answer is no. And if somebody comes and goes, would you be willing to consider marrying this woman with this woman? The answer is going to be no. Why? Because I've got to give an account to the Lord. I fear God and I don't fear people. I am extremely fearful of standing before the Lord knowing that I held his word I had his word I spoke his word but I did not obey his word that's a dangerous position marriage is forever now you know what that means I've got 10 so I'm going to use every 10 you know what that means God doesn't honor what man honors and anything that's not honored by God will not be forever forever So Joshua, God created you in his image and his likeness and God has a special woman someday, somewhere out there for you. Don't sell yourself short. Now why did you do all of that? Because from her, Mel, she said that we get caught up with the realities of the norm. We get caught up with the realities of the natural. We aren't natural. We're supernatural. We have a new kingdom dwelling on the inside. Hosea two nineteen, through the Spirit of the Lord
4: And here. I will betroth you to me forever.
0: Let me break that down. That's just called a major hookup. That simply means that she and I are going to be together until one of us go home to be with the Lord, or both of us go home to be with the Lord, or He returns. That's how that looks. What does that do? Let me tell you what that does. That gives, since he's the last one in the home at that level of age, that gives to him security in knowing that every day when he comes home from school or baseball, mom and dad are going to be there. It settles his platform so that we don't always have to talk about self-esteem because he's got security, because he knows they are walking in covenant. Moments of disagreement, but covenant. That's a whole lot of work right there and I don't have time to be able to open that all up for you. But listen, it's okay to have disagreements but don't mess with the covenant because you will get his attention. Let's close out with a couple quotes. The joy of intimacy is the reward of commitment. Now what does that mean since I brought the bedroom in a little while ago? Let me bring it back in one more time. All right. What that is saying is this. And I don't mind for you to write down how you'd like to see that roll out. Listen closely. The stronger our commitment, the greater our intimacy. Watch this. Let's go upstairs. The stronger my commitment to Jesus Christ, the greater our intimacy, the better I will hear from heaven. And then that rolls down into this earth platform and into this realm. And then all of a sudden, I've got intimacy going on in the bedroom where it's supposed to be. I mean, I think it's a good thing now because they're old enough. Joshua probably has got this figured out. He likes his he likes my mom. Like if I see doors shut, I don't need to knock. And in case you didn't know, that was a teaching moment. If our doors are shut, don't give me any scores. I don't care. There are scores being made. He's not poor. He's one of the wealthiest kids in the world. You know why? Because wisdom, knowledge, and understanding are being dispensed into his life. And he'll never have to wander the streets going, wonder where my dad is tonight, wonder who he's with tonight. I saw him down there around the corner. I saw him walk in behind that door. I'm so embarrassed. This should never be embarrassment to him. He should go, oh, yeah, man, my mom and dad's got something. Man, there's covenant going on. Here's what the church has done. Bishop did a great job with this last night. The church talks very well in all of these truths, but the demonstration hasn't been strong enough. And there's been a major breakdown in our homes because we don't let our children know, okay? This is covenant. Covenant is forever. And covenant is living, and it's together. And more than that, it's a camaraderie that says... I'm looking into your eyes, but right now I see your soul. I know what your soul is saying. Shut this off. I can't wait to get with you. I made that part up right there, okay? Ed Cole, one of my favorite writers, and I'm going to have Robin kind of tie some things, and then we're going to wrap it up. Ed Cole said, a man doesn't own his own marriage. If we would take off our mittens and stop owning, we would do much better. All that we are are stewards. A man doesn't own his marriage. He's only the steward of his wife's love. So turn to your spouse and just ask them very simply, how am I doing with you? Wow, that's really cool. Out of the privacy comes public information. She said there's a whole lot more to discover. How are you doing with your love? How am I handling your love? Am I protecting it? You've got to understand, she reflects the church. Jesus is the ultimate lover. He watches over all of us and makes sure that his love is in us, engrafted in our hearts. And he'll ask you from time, he will ask you, how are you doing with the love I gave to you? Look at the picture if you will, please. Robin, are you ready to tie things together? Good job. Looking at that picture, you see, of course, a Bible in the background with the ring and it should look like the shape of a heart. I want to give to every one of you one of the most incredible secrets that I've ever had in my life and that is God's word in the home. In all the years, uh, and finally I, I had enough because I wasn't living right. See, I use all that stuff because I was raised on God's word. We had family devotions every day. And I hated it when we were out playing sports and the call came, come on in, it's time for family devotions. And kids would go, what the heck? And a few other words, what, what is that? Family devotions, God's word. I got tired of it towards the end of my high school years and I kind of like wanted to get out of that. Put God's word in the center of your ring. That was a double. Both the ring on your finger and the ring where the battles are fought. Put God's word in the center of the ring and absolutely demand your flesh to obey it. Real quiet right now. The benefits are electric. Did you see that? The benefits are electric. When we don't, it can all melt away. In her heart for me and in my heart for her. And then all of a sudden, are you still here? All of a sudden, that heart of flesh has now become a heart of stone. I'm inviting you this afternoon. Put your ring and the ring of battle. Put God's word in the center of that ring and watch the victory come to you in learning how to live together forever. Wrap us up, sweetheart.
4: When he was sharing that, I just thought of like a magnet. In our relationships, we should be like magnets. You can come apart. But when you're close to each other, you come together. Um, and you you should attract each other. You should do things. I should do things that attract him. You ladies, you should do things that attract your husband. Men, you should attract your wives. When you come home in the evenings, um, you know, I don't know. You, he studies most of the time. That's all, that's all he does. But, um do something fun, be excited, be, do something out of the ordinary. The ordinary is overrated. Um, everybody does the ordinary, do something special, do something out of the ordinary that they would never expect. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't have to be anything that you even have to spend money on. You do something different that would just blow their mind. Um, We found out last night you cook something different that you think they may like. Don't slop it together, but fix a meal. I mean, I know that would probably be something. Dennis would probably fall out if he came home and there was a full-course meal made, not chicken and biscuits. But um, anyway, that that would be my thing to surprise him would be make food. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So, ladies, you know, what turned your husband on when you first started dating? I, I know Dennis and I, something that, that sticks with me for a long time. I mean, it, it's been there for a while. Um, one year we were going to my parents, or my mom's, for Christmas. And um, the kids had gone up with my mom. It was when she lived here, so I'm not even sure if Joshua was born. But Brittany had gone up with mama beforehand. And Dennis and I were riding up together, and I think we went through by Amy and Bradley's, and then we're going on up to my mom's. And um, we were in your truck, Little Red, took us to... <laughs> and um, we had, I think Brittany got a Barbie Jeep or something that year, and that's the reason we were taking the truck. That's beside the point. The point was, it was started to snow, and we were driving up through there, and we just started telling each other... It, it's Dennis's thing. He loves to whenever you're in a car, it's a captive audience, so you you have to do something. So you start telling people shout-outs. And um but we started talking, it was just he and I, and we started talking about things that we what what we've done in the past that we enjoyed. And it was really neat hearing what he enjoyed because that wasn't what I enjoyed. I I mean, I'd forgotten some of the things he'd mentioned. But it's just really cool. And by the time we got to my mom's, it was like, see y'all. <laughs> you may know, it was, it, <laughs> it, you know, it excited you. I mean, it really does. Try it sometime. I'm just, it's a, that's a challenge. Try it sometime. Just sharing with each other the fun things that you've done together and how, you, how it made you feel, what you what excited you about it. Just like when they were talking about the newlywed thing last night, where were you when you proposed? You know, what did you do after you... I don't mean sexual. I'm talking... What did you do after you proposed? Did you go eat? Were you out to eat? You know, things like that. Just things that that were not sexual. I mean, because those are good times too, but what things that you've done in your past that were fun things that you did together that were fun and that you enjoyed. And when you're sharing with each other, it really does do something for you, I promise. And if it doesn't, then you really need to check your dipstick because something's going on. Um, But try it because I really think the magnet thing was, it's like you've come together, and when you start talking about the things that excited you prior to, your magnet's just getting closer and closer and by the time you're done your magnets are together so and when you turn your backs on each other if you ever turn a magnet backwards it will not connect so don't ever turn your back on the situation because even when one magnet is there if that other one i mean when they're back to back it they're pulling apart from each other but even when one has that sticky side whatever that is the drawing side that other one can't pull away completely. So don't ever, ever give up on your marriage. There's always hope. And, I mean, you keep trying. And if you, you know, I mean, even if that other spouse is not trying, you keep trying. We've, we've dealt with that a lot because there's times when he's doing his own thing. I mean, we are, we're busy. We, we make ourselves busy sometimes too, or I do. He is all the time working and doing something. I mean, he's never, he's like a sprayed roach. But I'm more easy, and I'll you know i relax, whatever. And he is all the time, you know, we need to get together. We need to get together. We need to get together. And so I stay up past the time he goes to bed, and I know he's asleep. By the time I get in there, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but he keeps drawing. He keeps, you know, come on, we need to get together, we need to get together. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, after a certain point, you know, you have to. But, <laughs> you, but because he keeps drawing, you know, there's still there's that pull in my heart coming closer. And so his magnet is coming toward me. My may be backward to him at that point, but the more he tries, the closer I'll come. And same with him. There's times that he very seldom when it's sexual, but um, there's times when I want him to go to Walmart. <laughs> his back is his magnet is not there. But if I keep saying, "Please come on, come on, yeah, come on," sometimes he'll give in. Sometimes he won't. And so I just go to Walmart by myself and spend more money. So he'll eventually go with me. So I don't spend so much. No, not really. <laughs> but Always always try, never give up um, the only way you can be together or forever together is working, yeah. just like he started out w o r k it is it is a work in progress that never the work never ends, yeah. but it's fun it can be fun when you work together i when we first got when we first met each other, we enjoyed working together I mean I loved being with him, so the work was You know, it wasn't that hard. It was easier when you're together doing something. So together makes forever a little less and a little more fun. You don't feel like you've been together forever, but it is forever. And our marriage is forever, regardless of the hard times that come, regardless of anyone that tries to come in the middle, regardless of what the enemy tries to do. Our marriage is forever.
0: Good job. All right, <clears throat> wrap-up time. Here's what we're going to do. Um, Larry, if you will, to the keyboard. Um, we're going to do two things, okay? One, we're going to sing together in just a moment, Falling in Love, one time. And Pastor, B, Pastor B's here. Our closeout is going to be Withholding Nothing. We were at the cages when he called this morning And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, when you're withholding down here, it's a reflection of up here. So when I withhold from Robin or the children or grandchildren, it's a reflection of what I'm doing up there. As the background music begins to play, we're not going to have you have to come up here. We're going to just worship God. Now listen real close. This past summer when I was um, at Southeastern taking classes, Every one of the professors said, do not let this higher level education do anything to your family. Put your family before pursuing this degree. EWS. I know we're tired. Right now I'm trying to think, how am I going to make it through tonight's game? How many of you were listening well enough to know that she gave me an EWS just a moment ago? Early warning system. She just gave me one. She said, uh, all he's doing is studying all the time. That's true, I'm studying too much. But I picked that up right away. She just said it. She just gave me some very vital information that I'm so caught up with these studies and school and all of that stuff and and the school that I can almost lose sight of my main focus. I want you to turn to each other before we sing with Larry, Falling in Love, and then our benediction is going to be, Pastor B is going to lead us. We're not going to withhold. I'm not going to withhold. And when I think of withholding, it's not just physically. I'm not going to withhold from her what she needs. And for her, it's more emotional, that I'm there emotionally for her. That means walking through Walmart, okay, okay. I want you to turn to your spouse, or for those that maybe are by themselves this afternoon, you may have already detected an early warning signal, a sign. I want you to turn to each other and, and be honest. While the music's playing so no one can hear you, share with them what she, she just did it publicly. She let everybody know. He's studying too much. It's okay. But that's how important it is for me. Early warning, you you need to know what they are and listen and and do something about it before your grades drop, before your relationship takes a dip. So take a moment now. This is your application time. Oh, by the way, all the names that I wrote down, if you're here tomorrow morning, there's a token. There's going to be a gift for every one of those individuals so it wasn't in vain that you had to talk. Okay? We've got a host of individuals and we'll call you out tomorrow morning and there's a gift for each one of you. Take a moment now. Go to work. Early warning sign. Ready? Go. And then he's going to lead us once through and then Pastor Bradley is going to close us out with, with withhold nothing.